It is the Frank and Friends Show. Hi there, I'm Frank Murphy. Hi, I'm Becca James. The girl with two first names? You got it. I love it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. We're Frank Murphy and Becca James, your go-to MCs for the Carnes community. A little bit of a humble brag there. There's nothing humble about that. <laughs> in, the, in the Shopper News, Nancy Anderson wrote that uh, we are the uh, are becoming the go-to MCs for the Carnes community because okay. we've done three events. I, I'm not mad about it, though. I love the Carnes community. <laughs> Well, Becca, thank you for being here. Uh, thank you for having me, always. Uh, for those who uh, watch all the time, you know Becca's been here before. You also know that Becca and I uh, would have, I guess, this past uh, July was, I don't remember the date anymore because everything's a blur. Um, <laughs> we hosted the Carnes Fairs to the Fair together. Yep. Uh, this December, earlier this, oh my gosh, that was this month. Yeah, it was only two weeks ago. It wasn't even two full weeks. I, I think, don't know. It was it was December second, and it was oh my and gosh. it was rainy, but it was still so much fun. Um, we hosted the Carnes yeah, Christmas, Christmas Parade, Parade for the second year in a row. Second year in a row. And uh, do you notice that the floats are becoming just bigger and better? Yeah. I can't. I can't wait to see what they do next year. Well, it's be it, a lot of fun. the article that uh, Nancy Anderson wrote in the Shopper News talks about how they changed some of the way they organized the Carnes Parade mm-hmm. because they had what you would call in the past an open parade. Anybody who showed up before the parade started and could line up in the Ingalls parking lot and they just were in it. And they changed the way they did the parade this year for us. It says in the article that they started asking people to pre-register so that Becca and Frank could read their description as they roll past. I just thought it meant day of. I didn't realize they had to pre-register they're Prior asking them. Yeah, there's a link on the website. You, you can register up to the last minute, but they're asking people oh. this for the... Well, we do appreciate that, because oh, it's always good. nice to know who we're going to be announcing when we're, when well, we're later, there. Later that day, I did the Rocky Hill Parade, which is not on YouTube. It's just over the PA system. Mm-hmm. You and I are on the YouTube doing the Carnes Parade. Well, on the Rocky Hill Parade, the, it, they have a very limited number of slots, because they can only close that road for 45 minutes or whatever it is. And uh, they fill up, they sell out of slots... So, so we have a book. It's all set in stone, really. There's no mm-hmm. um, question about who's in the parade. Plus, they have us go and meet all the floats and entries beforehand. Oh. So it's... it's Got to yeah, shake hands and kiss babies beforehand. It's nice, cause, but it's a smaller... <laughs> it's, a, it's weird, because it's a smaller parade, but a bigger crowd packed into a smaller area. Oh. There's this combination of, of bigs and smalls. I've never been out to that one. I'd recommend it. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. They have a little <laughs> festival with live reindeer. Oh. Who apparently live nearby in Rocky Hill. I'm sorry, the reindeer live in Rocky Hill? Well, uh, no, no. Is that they when they're at, not at the North Pole? They live at the North Pole. Sorry, kids. Uh, they they is, just vacation here, right? They have some summer home. Summer Sum- home. Their summer home. That right. makes sense. So. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I just, I'm sh- just shell-shocked about how recent that was, mm-hmm. uh, mainly because uh, I've been behind in doing uh, Frank and Friends show episodes and every other thing. <laughs> in fact, I almost forgot to tell you to please um, ring that bell for notifications. Hit the subscribe button. Help us get to 1,000 mm-hmm. subscribers ASAP on YouTube. Uh, we're also on your audio podcast apps. And you can find our fabulous Frank and Friends st- uh, show merch <laughs> online at frankandfriendshow.com slash store. Now, are you still selling the beach towels even though it's winter? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm having trouble with the store because it you can buy stuff from it. Like... Um, uh, Listener April Estes bought the bucket hat and put a oh, picture, and nice. I know that because she brought it to the Fountain City Duck Pond and modeled it. Oh, I love it. Thank so you. that was the perfect place, because <laughs> where else would you want to see a bucket hat than at a duck pond? It made total sense to me. So if you have your bucket hat picture, you should send it to us from wherever. Yeah, tag you... Frank and Friends Show on all the social yeah. medias. Well, uh, so you can buy all that stuff. Well, the company has added 
some new items that I would like to brand with the Frank and Friends、mm-hmm. logo, like a jigsaw puzzle. Oh, that'd be fun. I know, but I swear every time I go on that website to try to add something, it just the site crashes on me, and I cannot figure out what I'm doing wrong. And I know most likely user error. Well, my friend Bean and his podcast partner Ali actually switched merch sites because of it. They、oh. were having also having trouble, so they went to a site that has fewer items, but、um, they seem to be consistent. It's just the stuff their their、uh, viewers and listeners would want, which is、yeah. mostly shirts and、uh, hats. Gotcha. Yeah, well, you well, might have to think about that. I may. I may. Anyway, that's so. Here we are.、Um, obviously, it's Christmas motif.、Yeah. Uh, my wife Jerry the Brave. This morning, before I was even out of bed, before I came、Shocking. down, and I came down, and like the red tablecloth was here, the garland was here, and it was just magically transformed from Thanksgiving to Christmas. Which is really great that she did that for you. It is, and then she says to me, "And thank you, by the way, for moving the Christmas tree because it was right there、oh. in the. I brought, we brought it upstairs and got it there. But when you have a spouse who's a musician, there's no time." At Christmas, no, because I bet she's doing concerts almost nightly, rehearsals nightly, yeah, and concerts every week, basically, yeah, and or or a church service, and、yeah. um, so she says to me, "Thanks for moving the Christmas tree into the living room." I'm like, "Yeah, I did that like、uh, over the weekend." She said, "You did not." So Monday, maybe? Yeah, no way. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's been it's been at least at least two days. I think three. Since I moved it, but she and I keep waiting for her to notice, thinking she's、oh, well, just too busy to notice. She just she just assumes that I would do that.、But、no, she really did finally notice, and she was shocked. <laughs> well, I mean, because she can be as busy as you. She is as busy as me. Because you will like to overextend yourself. I know I overextend myself all the time. I had two work events in four days, and I booked them going into it, going, "This is gonna." Be a lot, and I'm going to be exhausted. And sure enough, I did it anyway because I just. But you're you're a person who was used to working those insane hours in radio. But you know, I haven't been all year, which is the great part of. Because you got a real job, job now, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I have a real job. I work for Knoxville Area Transit, so the buses and. You know, so the first event was we did a holiday party for kids so they could come meet Santa. We had a free gift for each child, which was a wrap book, and we took donations to be able to purchase those for them.、Um, the Muse,、um, Tyrone on phones, who used to be on the Mark and Kim show, he's now the marketing director for the Muse. And the Muse is a children's museum. Yes,、yeah, so、at he, he Park. came out with some of his staff or some volunteers and had a children's event. It was a great event. It's fantastic. But, it, but events take a lot of work and a lot of planning. Like we'd literally been planning this since the summer. Yeah. And then on top of that,、um, I was in charge of、uh, planning our. Employee luncheon, and so I did that for this past Tuesday. So I did just go ahead and get、um, Moe's catering, and they did an amazing job.、Yes. They did all the look at the Moe's, where they did all the things for us. It was really great.、Um, but then I, you know, still had like the photo booth area, and I had to get the invitations to our employees. Then、yeah. we always provide like、um, we we make new calendars for the new year, and we have like a little bag、oh, for、sense. all the employees.、So、there was just again a lot of. Planning and preparation, and so、yeah. I've been crazy for the last two weeks getting everything done. And this harkens back to your experience doing radio、yeah. promotions while you also were on the air simultaneously. But I used to have a little bit more of a team behind me, <laughs> whereas you know I had help for the actual day of events, you know. But but most of the pre-planning and everything was all on me. Yeah, yeah. So it was just it was a lot, and I'm tired. I bet. <laughs> well, like I said, with me just realizing that that the the parade was. Not a month and a half ago. No, it was only a few weeks a few ago. Days. I mean, if you do the math, it wasn't really just days ago, because、um, I did overextend myself、mm. again this year.、Yeah. But I'm trying to think, what would I have given up? Everything I did, I did because I would enjoy. 
Yeah. And it harkens back to Scholar's Bowl. The reason the show went on hiatus for two months is because, as I talked about in the last episode, I got really involved in the preparation mm-hmm. of the Scholar's Bowl questions because I actually have I found a few of the old-timey ones that I wanted to show you. Oh. This, this is one of the ones that I was trying to... Are these on typewriter? Yeah. That's an IBM Selectric. That's, this one is a dot matrix printer. The question is, can you answer this? Given a triangle with angles A, B, and C, <coughs> if angle A has a measure of 40 degrees and angle B is equal to angle A, what is the measure of angle, angle C? Well, it has to add up to 180. So if uh, 40 uh, is 1 and the other is 40, so 40 plus 40 is 80, that leaves 180 minus 80 is 100. That's correct, but you've also seen this before. Well, but I, but I, did, I proved my work. <laughs> you did. There's a little. There's a little picture. I mean, I know one of the questions we have. Or he fills I, it out. I, I put a question on the show: is how many degrees are in a triangle? And the math guy on the show said, "That's too easy. That's like grade school." I'm like, <laughs> like, okay. But we're, we're radio people, Frank. Yes. That's a little a little more complicated and to then, us these days. And this one, you can see, uh, was when the show first started back in 1987. They bought questions from this guy. And they're still using them. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, but it's math. Math doesn't generally change. Right, right. These are all math questions that happen to be... So anyway, I wanted them retyped and, re- and bigger font and made it easier for me to read. So you had to do it yourself? Well, Jerry helped me. And they all said to me, you're <laughs> crazy. You, they said, the people on the show said, you're crazy. You're putting, making it too hard. You're doing too much work. And I said, I know. Because I'm, do, I'm taking over the, what they used to do, and I'm doing it much more difficult in a much more difficult fashion. But the flip side is, I made it easier for myself when I'm hosting the show. So we took all the you know hard, did the hard stuff here at yeah. the table by reorganizing the questions and making them easier. So I'm flying through them on the air because I can, I'm not stumbling and bumbling trying to you know read. <laughs> Hold on, kind of like you, you got to see. Let's start this so crossed everything's out. like crossed out scribbles. I have no idea. Well, here's what it what originally said. Originally, the question said, "Listen carefully. Here's a mathematical toss-up question." Like, so I, I don't want. To, I don't have time for that. I can just see you talking like this on your game show. And then, and then you add in, and then in the middle of the math question, it says, for 10 points, if the rectangular's perimeter is 12, 32 feet, like, you don't want to tell them that a number in the middle of a math question, an irrelevant number. So, anyway. Well, but these kids are also smarter They're than us. Smart. So, I don't know if so that would smart. trip them up the way it would trip us up. So smart. The team that ultimately won says to me, Mr. Frank, uh, if we win the tournament, would you go to lunch with us? And I said, sure, I didn't think they had a chance. <laughs> But they were delightful, and I we went to Olive Garden. <laughs> so that there was that, and then as soon as that's over, I'm thinking, okay, well, we'll start doing shows again. And I guess that was the uh, that had two episodes of the up four episodes of the yeah. up close show to record. Okay, yeah, because you're also doing over. the interview show. So then it was four episodes of up close, and for that, um, you know, I. I do a lot of work on the show. I book the guests. I write the questions. I you have to the, research the guests, and you I have to really know about them because there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that a lot yeah. of people don't realize. To make an interview look good, there's a jillion hours of prep work. Right. So I yeah exactly. So we had I interviewed Sam Venable, Patricia Robledo, Maestro Aram Demergen, mm-hmm. and Maestro Brian Seleski. Yep. And those will air in I don't know the order, but I think those will air in January, February, March, April. Yeah. Uh, of 23. Well, that's exciting. And then we'll make new shows in April. So that's, you know, so that was a lot. And then as soon, I think the same week as that, it was the parades. Okay, so that was coming right off of Thanksgiving. So you did these all right before Thanksgiving. Uh, I did two before and two after Thanksgiving. Okay. okay. And then um, 
the uh, so we did the parades, which was Carnes Parade in Rocky Hill. Yeah. And it felt like there was something else that weekend too. I can't even remember. Um, I think you did a Frank and Friends show out yeah. at Shadrax. Yes, well, yes, that's right. Because you had asked me about that, and I was just too booked to be able to do it. And I was like, I can't. Forgot about it. I would have loved to. My husband was like, oh, we should take the kids again. I'm like, yeah. I'm almost, I'm almost done editing it. <laughs> it's so much. I recorded so much footage. What am I doing? So it's almost done. Victoria Henley yeah, uh, it, stepped in, and, and, and it is Christmas time, and obviously you've got decorations going on, and yes. you know it's it's that And then here. you know I was asked back to be a voice in the Knoxville Nativity Pageant. Yeah, but you love that. I do. You love it. I do, but I wore. I, it's I, your it's, own fault. <laughs> I wore my voice out a little bit Aww. because uh, on the Saturday. We also squeezed in it. We went to the Trans-Siberian Orchestra one night. Mm. That was pure, pure fun, just for I mean, pleasure. you have to once in a while. Yeah. Um, but then uh, for the Nativity Pageant, you know, I do six different character voices, which isn't as hard as the guy, Bob Thomas, and um, uh, Rachel Norman, who read the bulk of the narration, right? Okay. It's an hour-long presentation, and they are reading... It's like an audiobook almost. I mean, you could they they could be audiobook narrators. They're that good, yeah. and they read these long passages for mm-hmm. the the Bible story. But I'm popping in to do the voice of the prophet Isaiah. Behold, a child unto born unto us, you know, and they, and they will call him Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Prince of Peace. You know, <laughs> so I'm I'm doing all that, and then uh, Angel Gabriel shows up to tell you know uh, you know basically Hail Mary, full of grace. You know, the Lord is with thee, kind of stuff. Yeah, not not to you know, were you trying to go for Sean Connery with that voice? I did because well, in my mind, I was going, and I may have didn't do it right, but in my mind, I was going for Charlton Heston as Moses. Okay, I, I, I can hear that too, but behold. I guess... No, I slipped into Sean Connery. Sean, Sean Connery is what popped in my head. <laughs> well, uh, so did you, you know, know this, but Sean Connery apparently is a uh, Old Testament prophet. Uh, and oh, then wow. for Gabriel, he, I did him like as me because I needed just, just a base to get back to. Yeah. Because I do Isaiah. So you do multiple voices. Then Gabriel, then somebody else, then Gabriel. Yeah, then there's a centurion. And that's the one where I really messed up my voice because they want him to sound... <clears throat> you have to go to Bethlehem for the purposes oh, of taxation. So you're really gravelly right? sounding in your gas. So I'm trying to sound like I think it was. Chords. You remember who uh, Burger Meister Meister Burger was from the old 70s, 80s cartoon? No. no well, it's one of these Christmas cartoons. I'm picturing these guys. So I'm picturing Burger Meister Meister Burger mm-hmm. for the Centurion. And okay. then for the Shepherd Boy, I've got to sound like a kid. So I'm, got, I'm, I'm like going like this after I you know, stretched out my vocal cords to sound like an old man. Let us go to Bethlehem <laughs> and see this wonderful sign, or whatever it is. Oh. Uh, and then at the end, I'm one of the wise men, and also mm-hmm. evil King Herod. So let me do evil King Herod first. Okay. Well, you know who I'm talking about, right? You know the story. Vaguely. So the wise men go to Herod and say, we heard that the, you know, where, I'll do the wise men. Uh, where is he who was born king of the Jews? And Herod says to them, he asks his astrologers one and basically sends him to Bethlehem but says, come back and tell me where the kid is because I'm going to kill him. But yeah. he says, go and bring back word that I may worship him also. So I do make him really oily and sleazy. <laughs> but the, the way you make your face when you... Oh, I, I scrunch up my face. It's, really it's, funny. it's really bizarre. I scrunch up my face. I, I do all this... You know. Now, can they see you when you're reading? No. Or no? Okay. Now, we are up in the rafters of the Civic and there's actors down on the stage who are pantomiming to our voices. Oh, that's cool. And it's a huge set, 200 people in the cast, plus wow. there's a huge choir, there's an orchestra, there's, um, I mean, all the people on the that's committee. massive. I mean, they, they melt the ice, they put down mulch, they've got donkeys and sheep 
and a cow and goats walking around. They got all these people dressed as villagers, uh, angels, um, everybody. Kings, you know, the whole story. Yeah. And uh, thousands of people come and they got sit in the audience. I mean, but it's amazing that they have a cast that large and they don't just have people, I guess, changing costumes throughout so that they can... Yeah, no, they just have enough people. Everyone gets one costume and everyone's in it one time. <laughs> I just, I'm just trying to imagine a stage large enough or well, even a backstage area. Because every backstage yeah. I have ever been in has been very tiny and cramped. So it's just hard to imagine, like, where, where do they hang out when it's not in, their They part? use the locker rooms, the hockey locker rooms. Oh, and they and the makeup station okay. is in the the long hallway where okay. the food catering might be. Uh, one of the bottom of the stairwell is the donkey, and the bottom of another stairwell is the sheep. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> they take over the whole. They got a huge craft services. I feel like the behind the scenes is as entertaining as the actual show. Next year, prom- promise me you'll bring the kids next year, and I'll give you the full backstage tour. Oh, that'd be great. It's yeah, really, it's, well, it's we, can, very, we, can, we can make that happen. It's very. We'll lovely. schedule it now so yes. that. <laughs> We don't overschedule. Well, I have to tell you later. I'll tell you real quick the the, the voice of the the wise man, you know, mm-hmm. from the east, right? Yeah. You know, they do uh, go. Where is he? That is king of the Jews. I right before I go to his voice, I think about my next door neighbor who is from Turkey. Okay. All right. So I think to myself, Frank, could you take in my mail while I am out of town? <laughs> <laughs> Frank, could you keep an eye on the house? Now, does he Frank. know that you? Yeah, you tried to. Well, I was going to tell voice. him. I was going to tell him because I thought I saw him the other night, and it was Monday night. And it was trash night. Okay. So um, Jerry realizes she got home from rehearsal for the. She's now she's going to sing with the Knoxville Choral Society and the Knoxville Symphony mm-hmm. Orchestra in the Clayton Holiday Show. So that's like mm-hmm. four performances at a dress rehearsal. But oh my goodness! <laughs> they rehearse on Monday night, Tuesday night. They're off Wednesday night, which is church choir night. Okay. And then they full dress on Thursday, performance on Friday, two performances on Saturday, performance on Sunday. Oh, my goodness. So this is why musicians... Yeah, they're just so busy. You don't have time to decorate for Christmas. No. We don't have time for that. <laughs> so um, I'm, she decides, oh, i got to bake some of this cracker candy. i got to bake some of this, uh, roast some of these nuts, and I'll give you some if you want to take home. I, I don't know what cracker candy is. Oh, you'll be addicted. Um, it's... <laughs> I'll tell you about that in a second, but she's got to realize that she's going to make some of this stuff. I'm like, well, I already took out the garbage. Said, okay. But she had to bring it to people at work who were going on vacation. So there's more garbage. I got this little bag of, like, the box that the crackers were in. Yeah. And, the, and where, you know, it's just some detritus, the bag where the chocolate chips were in. Yeah, you're just taking it out so and that like, you don't ah, trash day. Yeah, I'm going to wait. Not going to So at 11 o'clock at night, I go out to the garbage can out of the street. Mm-hmm. And it's dark. And I've, you know, basically got on darkish clothes. But I'm fiddling in there, and I didn't bring out my phone or my flashlight on the phone. So I'm just doing it by touch. (laughs) I'm feeling for the garbage bag. Oh, sorry. I'm feeling for the garbage bag, (laughs) and I'm untying it in the dark, right? Okay. And I'm trying to, and that one didn't work, so I threw that one back, and I've got to grab another one. And I'm like, Why didn't you just put it in your garbage can? They won't take it unless it's bagged. Okay, but if it's inside the garbage can and the whole machine just picks up the garbage can, yeah, but dumps it, it. Uh, well, I don't know. Sometimes the guys reach in by hand. I don't know why they do it. Sometimes really? they, they don't have that little machine that like cause they, some, well, some of their trucks have the machine, but not all of their trucks. Oh, okay. And sometimes they just to. For, it, I signed up with a smaller trash company, and I was the first one in my neighborhood to sign up for it. Okay. So now, since then. The houses, like all the houses on my side of the street, have changed over to this trash company. So what, what they'll do is they'll park in front of Nancy's house or Ted's house, and they'll run over and just start grabbing, gar- you know, get all three of us at once. Oh, so so you don't use the city 
No, I live outside the city. Oh, okay. So I. Have so we have to pay for garbage. Gotcha. So it's different rules. Definite so, for living inside city limits. Right. Like if I wanted to do recycling, <laughs> you have to pay extra for that. Oh. So Nancy pays for that. So if I have recycling, I would... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> work smarter, Frank. Work smarter. <laughs> so I'm out there, and the first garbage bag I can't untie, and I have it like in a little the garbage in a little Kroger bag, but I want to put it in the main garbage bag. Okay, but it technically would have already been in its own little bag. Technically, technically. But I felt weird about it because I'm the one who has to deal with it if it goes wrong. So I want to make so okay. work okay. smarter, Becca. Okay. Okay. okay, I'm putting it in the big bag. Anyway, I'm doing that. Eleven o'clock at night, and here comes this car tearing up the street, and I know who drives like that. It's next door neighbor. Driving his little sports Who car. Who now will not be named. Um, he kind of pull, pulling up, and I'm like, "Oh, there's." I always like to talk to him because you know he's a cello player. He's you know he's interesting. He's an artist. He does things. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, "Oh, there he is. I'll talk to him." But he comes. It's like Batman returning to the Batcave. <laughs> he pulls into his driveway. The, the garage door is going up. He pulls into the driveway, and it's like he barely slowed down. I mean, I mean, I mean he's got it timed out. He knows. Based on my perception of standing there opening the garbage, I'm looking at him I'm like, hey, let's chat. Merry Christmas. And he pulls into the garage, and the garage door starts coming down immediately. He did not want to talk. Like, immediately. Like before. You also said this was like 11 o'clock at night. It was 11 o'clock at night. Well, I was coming home at 11 o'clock at night. I don't want to talk to anybody else either. But it's me. I, I love you, Frank, <laughs> but no. I would probably... T- Hit that button, too, before I even got out of the car. So I was convinced that by the time I got back in the house, I was going to get a text from saying, there is a strange man going through your garbage. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's always the one, he always calls me and says, uh, uh, my, my, uh, my ring doorbell alarm has gone off. Would you go check on the house? Uh, it's like nothing. You know, it's like the wind. You know? Yeah. Like, squirrel <laughs> so he's always a little. Fine. He's always a little edgy about stuff like that. So I thought I might have scared him. That's also possible. You said you were wearing dark clothes. I was. You know what you should have? You should get one of those like, headlamp flashlights. <laughs> My husband has that for any time he has to go outside. So that way he can do everything hands-free. You know, uh, you've got a point. Yeah. Because um, I always thought of that as being an old man thing. But now that I realize... My husband has been using that the entire time I've known him. And we've known each other since college. And he, the headlamp. They, yeah. they, the pet Cherokee Caverns, they all have them. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah, okay. they're, they're not expensive. We've gone through many because my kids also think they're cool and want to play with them, and then they love breaking flashlights. Oh, well, speaking of Cherokee Caverns, I'll put in a yeah. plug for our... We did an event there with Dr. Bass and Bone Zones, and I have some extra, uh, if you would like, I have an extra Ooh. candle Ooh. from September Moon Candle Company. This is the Frozen Bones candle. I don't know what it's supposed to smell like. It doesn't... My bones... It smells kind of wintry, right? Like Christmasy. Um, it, it, it smells kind of homey and warm and kind okay. of almost cookie-ish. Well, here's the ones we did at the Halloween episode. Kind of smell it. It's kind of kind of like got, cookie, cookie, cookie baked okay. cakes-ish. So maybe. here's another one. This is from Bats and Bones. This is from the Halloween one. It does smell different. Yeah, that one's a well, little, you can have little them. sweeter. Do you like candles? or is it, I like candles, but I, but I also don't light candles in my house because I have small children. Yeah, your twins will, will totally knock these over and set the house on fire. Yeah. no. So I have candles for, like, well, if we ever had, like, a power outage emergency situation where we needed them, we certainly have candles in the house, but I keep them far away from the kids. Uh, well, at uh, BoneZones.com, don't, don't forget the S, yeah. uh, you can get uh, great merchandise like the uh, Dr. Vilbass groupie hat. Oh, nice. Or the, one of these Body Farm t-shirts. How does that look? Oh, look at you. Oh, it goes well with your outfit. Very Morticia. Because <laughs> that's what I was going for today. Well, I meant that as a compliment. I thought oh, okay. it was beautiful. 
I mean, come on. Uh, the original Morticia, Carolyn Jones on the Adams Family? I mean, I vaguely remember Stunning. seeing it when you I was You know who plays little? Morticia on the, new, on the new Wednesday? I have heard such good things about that show, and I have not seen it yet. Which streaming service is it on? Netflix. Okay, good, because we have them all now. Peacock oh. was running a special on Black Friday for 99 cents for a month for 12 months, so I'm like, well, me, that's the me, one we didn't have. Now we have it. They gave me free Peacock if I took one of their stupid boxes. Yeah, what do you mean the boxes? Well, uh, well, I'll get to that after the commercial for okay. BoneZones.com. Don't forget the S. <laughs> where you can get the Body Farm uh, t-shirt and also all the list on the back, all the different books. Um, we got uh, Dr. Bass did the fine event there. And also, I think we've got the souvenir skulls. I'm such a mom, I have to fold it properly because oh, you. you just I didn't. That. I can't. <laughs> I mean, I can. I can try, but it fails. This is the, uh, the gold uh, skull, oh. which is, I also have a silver That's one in here. That's really heavy. It's a paperweight. Well, that explains why it's heavy. Right. We have some other ones that are resin, and they are uh, available in what's called natural color. Like bone yeah, color? Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and he signs those across the This super, reminds me of something. I'll tell you about the it. The Super Orbital Ridge. And you can get all the books, the signed books, like Death's Acre, which is the nonfiction book. Signed yeah. by uh, Bill Bass and John Jefferson, oh, nice. or uh, by just Bill Bass for some of them. You know, anyway, uh, the, all the Jefferson Bass books, BoneZones.com. Don't forget the S. And you, when you call them, the way you order it is you either send them an email, or you call them on the phone, and you can arrange for a pickup. You can get it in time for Christmas. So uh, if you got a, a fan of you know human decay on your holiday <laughs> list. Or, you know, if you're a big fan of Halloween and you just can't quite put up your Christmas decorations, like I noticed driving over here today. Oh. I, everyone has seen on social media the memes of the, the people who don't want to put down their giant skeleton in their yard. So, this so is they what, dress them up like for to make them festive for the holidays. See, and I, you have a neighbor that did that. I, I didn't realize it was a thing. because Oh, it's a thing. Two doors down, that's Shanna. She used to work at the Tennessee Valley Fair. Okay. And she's got this beautiful um, business, side business where she makes stuff. Like she made hot, makes hot cocoa bombs and sells them. Oh yeah, like so she does like Etsy and yeah, or, or she just goes to different fairs and has like and you does know, like artsy things, makes signs and flags. And I'm so um, jealous of people like that. I wish I had the time to like create yeah. something and be able to make it a side hustle. So for Halloween, they put up the, the what is it, a twenty foot skeleton? Yeah, or twelve foot skeleton? What is it? I think it's a twelve foot. Well, it's tall enough, but that, it looks twenty feet. <laughs> tall enough that I was able to walk over to it and and we pretended like I held my I looked up and held my hand like it was my daddy. You know? <laughs> Why have I not seen that photo? It's on Jerry's phone. It must be it must be that bad that she won't. Or she or she just got too busy with all of her singing engagements it's that she didn't possible. get around to posting. We, we took it for Halloween. The intention was to send it to the grandkids. Oh, you know, here's here's. Well, you have to, you'll have Grandpa to remind her to text it to me because I want to see that. And <laughs> well, if I, if I can find it, I'll maybe I'll even okay. drop it into the show. Yeah, that would be great. If I don't look too fat <laughs> next to a skeleton, you're going to look fat next to a skeleton. <sighs> well, so they left it up. And like you said, they put... Yeah, they put like a... Santa, it looks like a Santa jacket on it. Um, and a hat. Yeah, and there's a hat. A and, candy cane. And a candy cane. But... No pants. Mr. Skeleton has no pants. <laughs> well, that's so you can identify <laughs> whether he's a boy or a girl. But, by now, his, but now that you've just said that she's pelvis. creative and she can make the things, I feel like she could make the pants. Like, I, I get that it's hard to, you know, to dress... A 20-foot skeleton. That might have to be the title of this episode. She could make the pants. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. She's creative enough. Like, she can do that. Well, uh, all right. So then it's holding a candy cane in one hand, right? Yeah. At night, they, they have an inflatable Christmas tree. Oh, okay. So I didn't see, obviously, I'm daytime. I didn't see that. At night, the inflatable Christmas tree, which has a light inside of it, comes up and it floats and it fills up. And at that point, 
yeah. it appears the way his hand is. It appears that he's putting the star on top of the inflatable Christmas tree. Okay, that's really cool. Okay, now I'm gonna have to come like troll your neighborhood at night for Christmas lights. It's a, it's nice. <laughs> it's nice. I, I I thought this was just one my local neighborhood. No, but a guy in Ohio, comedian Matt Ward, who used to live in Knoxville, now is a mm-hmm. real estate and comedian in Ohio, put on Facebook. Shout out to the people who bought that 12 foot tall skeleton for Halloween and left it up in their yard and just put a Santa hat on it and hung Christmas lights from the arms. Yes. Yeah. Ohio. Yeah, but there, if you go on social media, there are memes and pictures of people who do this all over the place. I mean, I feel like, I one, no I, don't, I don't know the exact price point of these giant skeletons, but it's got to be a couple hundred dollars. And if you spend that much money You're on a decoration, get, get like, mileage. you, like me, can be pretty frugal. It's like, you want it, your money's worth, right? So instead of making it a one-month decoration, it's now a three-month decoration, and that's a lot easier to to spend the money on. Well, uh, well, you do you do decorations like that? I mean, fancy Halloween. If I allowed my husband, do you do Halloween? We would and- have a Griswold house. <laughs> I have to rein him in, and it's not that I don't. I'm anti Christmas lights or anything like that. We have we have a beautifully decorated yard. But Griswold my- is to the to the extreme degree where it's not even attractive anymore. Exactly. So, but but he would like he would want to go. <laughs> that way. So anyway, so I had to pull him back. And our house is very tastefully done. He actually created like an old timey wooden sign with um I love 101 Dalmatians. So it's there's three Dalmatians that says joy and he like handmade this. Like he made this projector thing to like trace it out on the wood and then he, he cut it out and he hand painted it and did wow. like it's this beautiful decoration. And then we have like some like Christmas tree things. He this year he decided to add like some candy cane lights to like our kind of like the front porch so area. Like, you've got the kids um, who were, can really oh, appreciate yeah. oh, they're the age where they're just gonna right? remember and this then, forever. And then and then this year um, the um, I forget the name of them the older old fashioned type Christmas decoration yard Christmas decorations um, that are the plastic they're not the the blow up kind because I don't yeah. like that they just lay. Yeah, it looks weird when they're... When Blasted in the yard. That's the word. That's the right <laughs> when, word. When the lights aren't on. And we have them timed every night. They're only on four hours a night. So so it's this Mickey... You'd rather have them turgid, <laughs> which I believe is the opposite of flaccid. <laughs> I didn't know that. I them turgid. Okay. Them for, I can Google it. So we have a Mickey and a Minnie now. Um, <laughs> and then, um, so one day, like, we come out and the Christmas lights aren't working. And we find that there, it looks like they've been cut. Like, I blast on social media. I'm like, we have a real Grinch in our neighborhood cutting Christmas it, lights. And it was on both I, sides of the driveway. We saw your post. And my, we were my wife, so mad about it. So I get a call My wife got upset later, about this, too. Right, I mean, you're, it, Did the news call you? Cause that, they didn't call us. Okay. But as it turns out, my husband later decides, he's like, I've been Googling it. I think it was bunnies. And I'm like, why would bunnies chew through the Christmas? Wouldn't they die? Right? Apparently not. Okay. Um, so, But apparently it's a thing. That rabbits will chew Christmas lights, and because we were looking because at all of they, the other neighbors' houses, none of them had been messed just, with. So look, like there's some Christmas lights in here that would just chew through the wire. Yeah, they just well, chew through the wire. Do they so. think it's Easter grass? Well, I don't, I don't know, because I mean, it's just it the wire. It doesn't have the garland around it. Okay. So, but my husband googles it. He, it's apparently a thing, and and there is bunny repellent spray. Christmas lights. It smells like wolf urine, probably. <laughs> I have no I mean, idea. That's generally speaking what you use to get rid of deer and other... I, I don't know, but so it gets worse. So my husband, he goes through this whole thing. We we decide at this point, like, we have the older... You have a dog, right? No, we not anymore. Oh. It, it's okay. It's okay. Sorry. He was, he was a well-loved part Sorry. of the family for 15 and a half years. Sorry. Um, thanks, Frank. 
Thank you. How am I supposed um, to come out of an up-tempo record so, and so, talk so about a dog my, dying? So back to my husband's <laughs> war on bunnies, um, because sticking the dog on him is not an option. Um, Forgot. <laughs> so, so my husband goes to the store, he buys new lights, he, you know, he goes and he replaces them all in and everything like this, and then, you know, it sprays, it's, them, with. The, 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 sprays them down with the bunny repellent, um, and of course, it then it's been ra- raining, it's... Yeah. You know, const- oh. constantly. They get washed so, up. So, like, two days later. <laughs> I mean, and he is about ready to get his bow and arrow and just sit outside waiting. <laughs> like, and so, like, so, he, so now he's turned into Cousin Eddie. Oh, he's oh, gone, he's gone from Clark. Like, absolutely. And he was just like, and you cannot even bring up bunnies around him. And then he got the kids worked up. Because he told the kids, like, that's like, it's the bunnies, the bunnies. And then now the kids want to go chase and the bunnies. And definitely it's just, bunnies, not squirrels, not yeah, other so, rodentia we have in our neighborhood. Yeah, so we, so we once again replaced the wire, the, the Christmas lights, yet again. And he sprayed the repellent yet again. He's going to have to do it after today's raid. Um, oh, my goodness. And... So that's where we're at, but he is just muttering about but he's like he's like an old so man. So now he's around, turned like, into bunnies. Bill yeah, Murray just, in Groundhog yeah, Day. Right, yeah, about the bunnies. Like, and I'm just like, well, I feel like you know, one night I'm gonna wake up in the middle of the night and he's not, not gonna Groundhog be in, Day. What's the movie? Yeah, yeah. Teddy, oh, oh Ketchak. And he was chasing the groundhog. I got, I was right there with you, Frank. It's fine. But yeah, I feel like I'm gonna wake up in the middle of the night and he like the bed's gonna be empty next to me and I'm gonna find him just like. You know, sitting out on the porch, just going, you know, like, yeah. you know, <laughs> acting like, or acting like Elmer Fudd, like, you know. He's hunting wabbits. <laughs> like, like, so, so this has been the ongoing saga this, uh, this season with our Christmas lights, so. Uh, but when they are all on, they look very nice. He does a I'm very sure good beautiful. job um, curating our yard. When do you take them down? We usually take them down the week between Christmas and New Year's. It kind of depends on the weather and what else we have planned. So yeah. sometimes they'll stay up till like, you know, the, the weekend after New Year's. Sometimes it'll be the week. It kind of depends on when does New Year's fall. Like this year falls on a weekend. So chances are it's going to come down. The following like, weekend. Like right on New Year's Eve or New Year's oh, Day. Oh, my. So well, because okay. it's on the weekend. Well, see, I, a lot of people um, pull them down like December 26th. And in our situation, you know, obviously I mentioned that w- when my wife and I being excited to participate in community Christmas events mm-hmm. that take us f- through November, um, December, and mm-hmm. when she finishes with these concerts, Christmas yeah. will at that point be six days away. Okay. So she finally gets, six days before Christmas is when we finally get a little bit of a breather, but not yeah. really because she's singing on Christmas say, Eve, yeah. she's singing at the 4 p.m., the 10 p.m. I think we might just go to the midnight mass. And then she's singing at 8 a.m. on Christmas Day. Oof. So she's whatever. So really, she's not doesn't get a break. No. Um, but this, she's good at singing and she enjoys it. Yeah. She, it's like me. I I can't. I, I hate to go to an event and just sit there sometimes when I know. Oh, I could be one of those people <laughs> in the costume walking around pretending it's Bethlehem. You know. It's, yes. It's tough. It's like so, you, you want to be actively participating instead of it's watching. Hard. I it's understand. hard. It's hard. Well. Because of that, we generally will, you know, leave our decorations up longer 
Because mm-hmm. we haven't had them up since yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah, you haven't gotten to enjoy Some them. people put them up Thanksgiving, at Halloween. I mean, literally... Ours this, were up the week before Thanksgiving this, this year. Because we actually had family in town for the first time in years yeah. this Thanksgiving. So my husband had the lights on the week before Thanksgiving. See, that's lovely. We had, so. we had uh, on the, we had, for Thanksgiving, we had um, Catherine Frady and her husband James oh, come yeah. over. Um, and it was sort of a last minute invitation because they're, it's a sad story. I'll tell it another, the details okay. of it another time. But we had to quickly, uh, on Thanksgiving morning... Put away all of the Halloweeny things, and and switch it out. So and literally mm. today, this was a Thanksgiving tablecloth. Might still be under there. No, oh. uh, there was a Thanksgiving <laughs> tablecloth on here, um, which she swapped out this morning yeah, at six in the morning. One. So to have this, so we're kind of this. This is the most Christmassy the place has looked so far. I was gonna say. I mean, it felt festive when I walked in. That's for you. Aww. It was all done for you, like we did last minute. <laughs> flip over to from Halloween to Thanksgiving at the last minute for Catherine and James. So what you really need is like a reason to get oh, you yeah. get things done. Oh yeah. yeah. So if you watch the episode with Gene uh, Masters, which we recorded at the end of November, you can see the Thanksgiving setup. Yeah, that stayed in place for the next two weeks. <laughs> That's fine. So <laughs> we all have busy lives. We know how that is. But we will definitely push it and keep the Christmas stuff up as much all the way through Christmas Tide. Explain to me Christmas Tide. Christmas Tide is the forty days. After Christmas, because okay. if you really get into it, technically, we are not yet in the Christmas season. We are the Advent season runs for the four weeks mm-hmm. prior to Christmas. Yep. And then on Christmas Day, you flip over into the Christmas seasons. So Christmas begins on December 25. And then you have the 12 days of Christmas beginning then. Oh. Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> tw- you have the 12. So that's, that's. Learn something new every day. That's specifically Christmas, Christmas is those 12 days, which takes you up through what's called the Epiphany, mm-hmm. which is when, you know, wise, uh, we have come to the watership him. The wise men show up yeah. on the Epiphany. You know, it's yeah. when, when the revelation, the world, the rest of the world, besides the people in Bethlehem, have this Epiphany, this realization that there is, the, you know, the yeah. Christ child is there. So that's usually around January 6th, and sometimes okay. it's on. The, but nowadays, they've rounded off to the Sunday closest. We okay. celebrate on the Sunday closest. Okay. But in many, some of the Orthodox cultures, they don't have Christmas until January 6th. That's when they open their gifts. Oh. And in uh, some Latin American cultures, they celebrate Three Kings Day on January 6th. And it's a gift exchange day, because what did the kings do? They brought gifts. Boom. So that's... But then Christmas Tide goes 40 days. You know, the 40s is a lot of things. You have 40 days of Lent. You got 40 days of Easter. Yeah. You got four, all these 40s. Yeah. So the 40 days of Christmas takes you to Candlemas. Okay. And that's always February 2nd, which is why Groundhog Day, they, they deliberately put it on Candlemas because oh. if you also do the math, the winter would be roughly 90 days, right? Each season is roughly 90 days. Yes. So if Christmas falls let's say, five days after the start of winter, mm-hmm. add 40 to that. Now you're 45 days into winter. It's the halfway point of winter, mm. which is a perfect time to have a Groundhog Day. And that's when um, the Christmas tide ends. It's called the presentation of the Lord at the, to the temple, you know. Okay. I'm my sleeves. I'm learning um, so much from that was, that, that's, that's, that's our excuse. <laughs> so when our Christmas decorations are up till Groundhog Day, I can, I, that's, that's why. Just um, excited to celebrate groundhogs. Yes. <laughs> well, I, I don't know if you have time to do another show. We can, we can do that, and I can feed you some of that cracker candy. Oh, yeah. Yes, I can definitely. <laughs> the key word in there is candy. All right. Well, it is the Frank and Friends show. Please do subscribe on YouTube. Ring the bell for notifications, if you would.
Thank you kindly. And uh, tell your friends. Help us get to 1,000 YouTube subscribers. Also subscribe on the audio podcast apps. And if you love audio entertainment of all kinds, uh, try audible.com where you can get a free 30-day trial by using our code. Go to uh, audibletrial.com slash show. And during that 30 days of a premium membership, you get all the benefits of premium membership, mm-hmm. which includes your monthly MP3 download that you keep forever. You download it and just keep it on your own device. Yep. Take advantage of that during the 30 days. Find a great audiobook to listen to. I mean, Gene Masters was telling you you can get his audiobook, his oh. book as an audiobook on there. Um, whatever your topic that interests you, they do custom audio entertainment. They've got our podcast and all the other podcasts on there. Yeah. Uh, so check it out, audibletrial.com slash show. Yeah. And then also, when you sign up for that 30 days, you're supporting us. Yes. Yeah, Thanks you. Too. All right. <laughs> Becca, cheers to you. We'll go, uh, refill, we'll go refill the glasses and be back with another exciting Christmas-themed <laughs> episode. <laughs> it is the Frank and Friends Show. I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Becca James. And we'll talk to you again next time.